You've just started an episode of Something's Amok podcast. Congratulations. This is the best decision you'll ever make. I'm Amber. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Christina. Today we'll be discussing A Court of Thorns and Roses. If you've listened to our past episode, you already know about Tamlin, the Tam-Tam, as Amber likes to call him. Of course. And today we are talking all about his best friend, Lucian. Um, Again, if you're on Book Talk, if you like young adult fiction, you've probably heard of A Court of Thorns and Roses. But in case it's been a little while, we're going to give you a little bit of a refresher on who Lucian is. So Lucian is the emissary to the Spring Court. He is Tam Tam's best friend. Um, he's kind of a friend to Farah. They have a little bit of a, a, a friend and enemy relationship, I feel like, off and on. Um, and he is, uh, as far as we all know, Elaine's mate. So that's that's a thing. Um, warning for anyone, including Amber, who has not read all of the books. There will be spoilers. Amber's given me like a very confused look right now. Well, I think you just did a spoiler by saying Elaine's mate. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Because you don't know that until you this know that. This is true. Um, can we put a, a warning in the description? Could that cover this? I think so. Okay. Sorry, everyone. Because I'm sure that people who listen to podcasts are also readers. I feel like they go in the same I feel like a lot of realm. Them, yeah. And There's they an kinda, overlap. Yeah. So I, I feel like they'll read the it. Show notes. And also, if if that was the worst spoiler, and and this is this is big news for you, you really should maybe just like check out another episode because it's going to get a whole lot crazier. Spoiler. Yeah, a whole lot spoiler. Um, so there's that, and um, yeah, I think Amber, you can take it away. All right. So again, um, we put a different spin on our podcast and that's why we are set apart and that's why we're the best and um that's why we also have four and a half listeners by this point in our (laughs) history of podcasting heck yeah we do the half is my dog (laughs) in case you were wondering cholo shout out to cholo um okay but we're gonna pull that back so it doesn't go anywhere where we we don't need it to go no no um But the reason I said all that was because we put a little bit of a different spin on it. And so um, my section of this wonderful goodness that you're listening to is that I am the five love language expert. And um, I deemed myself that. And so um, that's it. I don't need anybody else to, I don't, I don't care what you think. Okay. Um, so with saying that, um, and looking at Lucian and, and just his journey through all of the different things that happen, I really, really feel like Lucian's love language is acts of service, right? Yeah, I like that. Okay. I'm with you. I'm following you. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, thinking about from the very first time that Tamlin and Farah arrive at the spring court and back in that first book and just the whole, I don't know, Lucian's just personality is all about serving and, um, and being Tamlin's best friend and right-hand man, and he's just always, always there. And so um, I feel like um, with this, um, Lucian is almost loyal to a fault um, when we're talking about his character in the book, in that he is able to overlook a lot of ugly stuff because he is just that loyal. And so um, when we're talking about acts of service, um, you know, you think talk is cheap, but action means everything. You need someone to come through and to for you to know that you can rely on them, show them, not tell them. And, and again, like, you know that you can rely on Lucian to be there right next to Tamlin. And even if Tamlin is blowing up the room to shreds, Lucian's just going to be standing there 
not doing anything, not preventing it from happening, not being like, hey, Tam Tams, you need to calm down, dude. He's just there. Um, so I really feel like Lucian, um, he, he's just an acts of service dude. Um, so I feel like that's how he shows his love. Um, in order for Lucian to feel loved, again, I feel like with him, um, words of affirmation, I, I do feel like he, he does like those words of affirmation. I feel like he, when we, we, I think you just, did you just talk about how him and Farah have this like on again, off again? I did. Yeah. Love, hate relationship deal. Like, I do feel like when Farah is in her she's okay with Tamlin phase and like, I'm sorry, she's okay with Lucian phase and, and they're, they're okay. Like she's not going to clobber him. He feels that and he's a deep feeler. Um, and so I, I really do feel like that. I also feel like with the acts of service again, um, spoiler. And, and again, I'm just now getting into book three because I like to slow and steady myself. Um, unlike, other people who just read it all in like a day. Anyway, um, when, when he figures out that Elaine possibly is his mate, I feel like he was very active servicey for her. Like he wanted to help her and he wanted to do things for her and he wanted to save her and he wanted, you know, there's all these things. Um, and so I feel like with, uh, it comes out again in book three that he's just an access service dude and he's loyal to a fault. And so I feel like when we're talking about Lucian, um, access service definitely is his, um, his love language of how he shows people that he loves them. I think with all of the fairies, especially the male fairies, especially when, what is that thing called when they go? The surreal? No, no. no. When they go, they're going to go mate under that. Oh, the right? Yeah. Is that right? Is that? Is this like the mating bond? Yes. Okay. Okay. So obviously like physical touch, right? I mean, like, I think that goes for all of them. So I, you know, like I think physical touch is really, um, when they're in that part of their world. That like, honeymoon phase. Yes, oh yes. Boy. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure physical touches all the time. Um, but I, I really do feel like with Lucian, um, words of affirmation, he, he wants to be accepted. He wants to be loved. Um, and he, even though he knows sometimes that, gosh, Tamlin was acting a little crazy, like, he, he wants to be that peacekeeper. Um, and so that's kind of where I fell with the five love languages and where I think Lucian falls. What are your thoughts there, Christina and Stephanie? I'm liking it. I have to say something you just said made me look at my script notes in a new light. And so I'm kind of pulling up my notes here to see if you could be onto something with this, but Um, but I do like the the acts of service because I do feel like like he's trying to be there for Elaine and and I feel like um, there are there are some people that pronounce her name differently and so if we're doing that wrong I'm so sorry but um, yeah you know I feel like he wants to be there for her well and and he was there for Farah under the mountain too before he was. yeah oh that's an excellent came point in and swooped the show. But it was Lucian who first went down there and, and helped her when she was, like, in the pits of despair in her little cell. Yeah. Um, so, again, like, helping, mm-hmm. serving, fixing, comforting. Like, that's just kind of where he is. He what did the want? best he could. He did. So, I think you got – I think acts of service. I think that's, like, yeah. nail on the head right there. Yeah. I felt like it, too. Um so awesome. Okay, well, so the next segment is going to be led by our amazing Stephanie, and she is going to talk all about who Lucian is and was and all of his good superlatives. Yeah, we're calling it Stephanie's Superlative Center because I love an alliteration. Um, I still haven't figured out mine yet. We'll Amber's, get there. We'll workshop it. We'll do it. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. 
you guys could comment below. Is there a comment section? I'm so used to like YouTube videos of like, comment below. <laughs> you subscribe. know what? That's an excellent point. If you want to tell us what it should be called, go yeah. check out our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram, right? And you can comment at us. Tell us what Amber's love language space should be called. MySpace. Um, that may already I think be that's patented. trademarked. Trademark, Allegedly. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, something. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, name my name my segment. Yes. Pimp my you remember Pimp My Truck? Oh, or I pimp do. my car yeah, or something. But there was a pimp big my rig ride. one where they would go in and they would like they would do the big rigs and it yeah. was a whole thing. Oh yeah, pimp, yeah. So, oh Pimp My Ride. Yeah, that was the original yep. one. Who 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 did that? I don't remember. Was it Biddy? It could have. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Do you guys think like it's been it's been like a decade since that show was around? Do That's you think upsetting. that those those cars are like sitting in used car lots somewhere? Just <laughs> probably. Out, yeah. Right? Someone like, tried to trade that in and like got five dollars for it. <laughs> yeah, like, but dude has gold spinning rims. Like, who wants that? Oh dear. Um, superlatives. I yeah. guess that's a thing I do. So I feel like Lucian is, he's like your ride or die. If you're Tamlin. If, if you're favorite, it could go either way. Um, but I feel like he's kind of big and bad and tough. And he's Tamlin's like right-hand man doing the dirty work. But like also it is not lost on us. Are you showing us pictures of Pit My Ride? <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. There is... Off the rails. <laughs> Rebuilding so an abandoned everyone. Pimp My Ride minivan. So the A more... minivan? Okay. Yes. <laughs> they are abandoned now. And people are starting to re-build Re-pimp? They're going to re-pimp the pimped ride? Oh, gosh. Okay, so there's a whole thing out there if you want to go so down the rabbit trail. So when we release this episode, I think we're going to have to like share some of these images on our social media so that the people on the audio format, they can go check out. For sure. I love it. Oh, I really man. do think. Oh, um, and do you guys, are you guys even old enough to know who this guy is? Because I don't even, like, but this is definitely the Pimp My Ride dude. Oh, it is. Who is he? I don't know his name, but I, the face oh, is absolutely. Oh, I, yeah, I don't either. Is it Ja Rule? He looks so familiar. <laughs> anyway, I don't know who he, he is. He brings me back to like 2006. Right? Oh but in goodness. a really confusing way. Okay. So it's a pearl I'm sorry. I will stop <laughs> researching while you're talking now. I don't know what Lucian would drive if he drove. A car? I don't think it would be pimped out. No, I think it would be like a, a horse and carriage. Oh, I can yeah, see that. Yeah, just throwing it way back. Yeah, I think so. Like he, I mean, he he sounds like like a Bridgerton or like Sweeney Todd era yeah. kind of deal. Yeah, with his gold eye, his gold eye. <laughs> Pit my eye. <laughs> I wonder if his eye was pimped. <laughs> I kind of get that feeling that it's not just like. Just like a gold eye, like I feel like it has some like designs in it. Oh, I, I agree. I, I think it's detailed. I feel like yeah, I feel like it's a fine piece of of artisanal something. Dude, he, he had pit my eyeball. <laughs> pit my eyeball. In in book three, you get to find out like where it came from. Oh. Yeah, there there will be some there'll be some info on that. The bone carver. We didn't get info on a lot of things, but we got info on that. <laughs> Christina hates book three, by the way. I don't hate book three. I just had a lot of expectations that were not all realized. I hate book five. I'll just say it. But then I'll digress. Oh That's a whole lot to unpack. Okay. So back to his car. Oh, yeah. Back to Lucian's. Back to his car. Well, Back Lucian's... to his horse and buggy. Oh, yeah. That's true. Okay. All right. Wait. What kind of horse? What color? I feel like it is a noble steed. Like all oh, white. Guys. Maybe it's a unicorn. I mean, we're in fairyland. Like nothing's off limits, right? Agreed. Have Have either of you seen the old cartoon Sleepy Hollow Ichabod Crane? Like, could that be? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Because that's kind of I don't know. But like less goofy. Yes, less goofy, but equally sad. Yeah. No, he's a sad guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. I'll let you know my thoughts in a minute. <laughs> Please do. I'm so sorry. We can put this on our social media too. We're not going to be lost for content because we're going to give a whole bunch of things on the show that we'll have to show the people. So, oh, poor Lucian. Oh, Back to yes. poor Lucian. 
Yeah. So we feel pretty confident that that's his car. Are I feel I that? feel confident that that is his mode of transportation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as if he was a human in our world. I feel like we're going to just we're on a theme here. So I'm going to keep it rolling. I feel like we're going to throw him back to like the 1800s. Like I I feel like he gives me like Mr. Darcy vibes like Maybe a little bit. I also feel like, you know, he was he was that guy that his family shipped off to boarding school because, oh, like, man. they're not very nice people and they kind of hate him. And he kind of hates them back and we can't blame him. Um, I feel like he definitely played a very gentlemanly sport. I don't know if they had cricket back in the day in the 1800s. I don't know. Um, rugby, maybe? I don't know. Fencing. I bet they still had fencing. Although you probably did, there weren't regulations, you probably didn't have to wear like the helmet. Well, you just poked he each other's had- eye out. <laughs> well, maybe. They, well, hey, there we go. That's on. That's on trend. <laughs> right, and he already had his horse, so his True. horse was like a double, you know, a double thing. It was his sportsman thing, and also his mode of transportation. Yeah, efficiency. <laughs> Um, so superlatives, I feel like he would be most likely to give in to peer pressure. Oh, for sure. Oh boy. Most likely to get dumped at prom for, for the cool guy who is probably Tamlin and he's okay with it, but not on the inside. Um, I also feel like he's most likely to have a crush on a girl and just never tell her. Because oh, yeah. I've, I'm going to say, like, if it hadn't come out in the book, I don't know if he ever would have been like, hey, Elaine, guess what? We mates. I don't know if that would have happened. Um, oh, here's a fun one. Most likely to help you bury a body in the middle of the night. Like, I'm not, I, that could have happened in the book at some point. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's his acts of service. Yeah, he's like, oh, acts of, oh, oh, man. He's like, oh, you got to make a body disappear? I got you. Yeah, I'm going to serve so that deep. up. We Like, we'll put him in the back of my horse and buggy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a lantern because it's the middle of the night. We don't have electricity these days. We'll, we'll, we'll just. Well, I mean, we know. So we know that they had to do something with the body of the wolf fairy that Farrah killed, right? That's true. We'll that's never know. They, I also feel like, uh, didn't a couple of heads or bodies get dumped in the spring court from Amarantha? Like oh, somebody yeah. had to dispose of didn't, them. Didn't Reese like spike a head in the garden? I feel like at he one did. point, yeah, like on the fountain or something. Well, he's got to portray himself as if he's the big bad scary night court man. Okay, and also, what what did what did I just read? Like, I think I have to go back and reread that about. Farah and Lucian were in a tent together, mm-hmm. and then some children of the blessed or blessed oh, children's yeah. or something. What? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you're you're toward the beginning of book three, yes. And Farah has infiltrated the spring court. She's, and she's out I'm for here blood. For. Sneaky super spy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the children of the blessed, they were just really in the wrong place at the wrong time. They are almost like a cult in this universe, yes. and they they feel like. You know, everyone that cross, every human that crosses over is going to get the magical, wonderful life that Farah got, and that's just not the case. A lot of them meet their doom. Um, As do these guys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> including these. Yeah, they do. Um, but gotcha. I feel like where you are, it, I, Stephanie, if you'll help me remember, because mm-hmm. I know it's been a little bit. Um, Julian Jurian. I always want to call him Julian. His name is Jurian. He is there. Um, but they also, yeah, the niece he woke and, them up. He was like, get up out of your tent right now. He, um, gives me the creepiest vibes. Like I'm not here for it. Um, if you've ever seen men in black, the guy made of bugs, like that's the kind of vibe that Jurian gives me. I'm not, mm-mm. but also the niece and nephew of, of King of Highburn. They were are there, there too. right? Yes. And Farah's there, Lucian's there, um, Farah doesn't want them to hurt these poor humans that are, you know, making yeah, she's some like, unfortunate choices. Yeah, she's like, go back over there. Yeah. So the niece and nephew don't like, if I remember, they don't like that Farah spoke up against them. No, they were like, hey, we had some free snacks and you just sent them home. Mm-hmm. And so they go and like kill the children of the blessed anyway, which really does not sit well with Farah. On what side of the wall, though? 
Because did Farrah get them to go back over? Because they came back, they came over there and they were like, oh, we want to be over here because it's so fun. And I think she was like, no, you don't. You need to go back over there. And so at what point? I almost think they killed them in the human lands. Do you remember, Stephanie? They might have, but also they are also, oh, I'm about to spoiler you. They're also wee get- woo wee woo wee woo. That's a spoiler. <laughs> That's a spoiler alert. The literal spoiler alert. Aren't they also? And I'm probably going to butcher this. Daymati, where's like they oh, have yeah, the, they the can do the mind, mind games yes. like Reese and Fair. So I feel like they might have manipulated them to come back on over and you know who be a who snack. does that? The niece and nephew of Highburn. Uh, yeah, interesting. Okay, well, that was the trip. But anyway, I was just some. Why did we go there, Lucian? Why do we go anywhere? That's true. <laughs> just it just happens. I think we were burying a body. Oh, that's what it was uh, in the horse and buggy. Right, we were trying to, in to the think woods. of examples of where Lucian had actually helped to bury real bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's probably so. If there, it, if he gets his own book, if him and Elaine get a book together, oh, it's going to be some bodies buried. But anyways, for sure. Those are my superlatives. I I think that those are great. I feel I feel you with a lot of those, and I I do think did did oh you said polo, but we, I think we settled on fencing though. We did settle on fencing. I, I I'm I, here for it. Yeah, I threw out some extra options, but right like his I think his red locks blowing in the wind. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Yeah, and I mean if there wasn't an explanation for the reason he already has an eye gone. That also could be an... That'd be a good story. Right. Hey, I was in this fencing match and things went sideways and... Right. This is not at all what happened and I don't (laughs) think this is what happened, but it would be funny if like him and Tamlin, they didn't want to admit to people that they were fencing and it went really wrong and so they just told everybody it was Amarantha because everyone would believe it anyway. Yeah. And I mean, let's... But Tam Tam doesn't take the responsibility for the things. Leave Tamlin alone. I will not, ma'am. That his his personal responsibility is lacking. Okay, this is true, but I really just feel like I really feel like we just need to understand him and understand his childhood and understand the stuff that he has been through because there's a reason he didn't stand up for hundreds of years and do something before it all came bubbling to a head. But there's a reason there's gotta be, you don't just sit there and like, "Hmm, I'm not going to do anything for anybody that hasn't listened to the (laughs) Tamlin episode. It does shed some light, but I agree. I agree. There's gotta be more, more to it, more to Tamlin's story. I agree. All right. Um, I feel like we've reached the point where we're, we're in the, did we call it the Enneagram corner is that are we still workshopping that too i think so because i also like alliteration and i thought you had a cute one last time though i think it was christina's enneagram Enneagram corner Corner. it must have been because it had the christina so there was a little bit of alliteration that's what i'm missing all right so by the way we are in the state of south carolina and the month is april Oh my gosh, it's April yeah, 1st. Yeah, it's April 1st. Happy April, f- April 1st, everybody. Happy April Fool's Day. Um, and <laughs> We love Tamlin. April Fool's. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is the season of pollen here. And so if you might hear a little sniffle or a sneeze or, or any cough. kind of weird sound, mm-hmm. it is, we are, we are okay. We don't have the vid. Um we just have the allergies. Say the vid. I did. She Hashtag did. vid. Okay. Um, but we, you know, we're struggling with the allergies because, woo, it's so something this pollen. year. We'll also add a sh- picture of the pollen that I saw today on a random bench. I think it'll give you some, I think it'll give you some perspective. Yeah, that's the word. Yep. I think the pollen is getting to my brain. <laughs> is that it, a thing? It also may be that this was a work day. We, we, we work from eight thirty to five thirty, and it's now 11 PM. Who works? The, the three, the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? 11. Oh eight. Yes, girl. The night is young. 
Okay, well, I'm not sure what to do with most of what happened there. So back to Christina's Enneagram Corner. Um, I feel feel like this is probably pretty obvious, but he is a six, a loyalist. Um, They are interested in security. They're engaging. They're responsible, have anxiety, and are a bit suspicious. It's okay. Don't look sad. We all have phones these days. It's fine. Um, but, but he is a suspicious individual. I feel like his wing is a five. He's the investigator. Um, he's intense. He's perceptive. He is secretive and isolated. And I feel like, I feel like that's just solution in a box. So we can tell from book one, he's loyal. You know, we've all, we've all covered that in some way or another. He's, you know, he went through some horrible emotional trauma with his family, um, do we want to, do we want to talk about what happened with this family to give him the credit to back up his choices? Is we that... can't because I would argue that it is more traumatic than Tamlin's backstory. Ooh, I like that. All Shots right. fired. I'm, so I'm just saying. So for anyone that doesn't remember or like a refresher, what I remember of Lucian's backstory is he, he was a searcher. He went on a journey. He was looking for like his purpose in life and he met a, a, you know, young fairy lady. She was not of the class that he was in, but he loved her. I feel like she was in like the farmer class. Does that sound right to you, I Stephanie? I feel like she might have. Was she human? I don't. I do you remember in in book three when they're running? Wiki it. Yeah, we might have to do a fact check. All right. Well, somebody's got to stall because we can't have dead space. There's a there's an Akatar wiki with my name on okay. it. Okay. Right if you're gonna so. look it up, then I will keep talking. We're gonna revisit that, dear folks. So while we continue, is it folks? Um, I think I say it wrong. I think it's supposed to be folks, but it's like a OL and I can't make the noise right. And I just seem to be stuck on that word here lately. So it'll pass. Not today, it's, but it'll pass. It's a phase. Christina goes through phases. So many phases. Oh boy. Your it's a breathing weird time in to this episode is pretty good though. I it's just want to commend you for that. You know, I think the it's tea helped to good. be honest. I just needed something to, like I was so much anxiety. Huh. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's also very late. I'm very, like, I've reached a level of tired that's, I don't know. Right. It's fine. There's no cares given, so you're just going to breathe. Yeah. Like, you, you, they're, you know, it's going to be There's what it is. There's a great Faith Hill enjoyable. song that's talking about breathing. Ooh. There's also, um, allegedly. Oh. <laughs> we don't have the trademark for that. <laughs> Guys. Don't come for us, Faith Hill. <laughs> anytime I say, anytime I mention somebody's name, um, Stephanie says allegedly. So if you're listening, which of course you are, um, anytime the word allegedly comes up, it's because I have mentioned a person's name or pimp my vehicle. <laughs> Does it count if I change one word in the title? I think that part's okay because that's like what you know the longest running animated show in television does for a living is they oh, parody that's a good things. Point. That's a good point. We won't name names. You know they're yellow. It's a cartoon. The They're minions? a family. No. Allegedly. Mom has blue hair. Allegedly. It's oh. like 50 feet tall. Is this bum, the Monians? Bum, bum. <laughs> Is that what you meant? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Have we found, have we found Lucian's no, verse? Yeah. Okay. Well, while she does that, do we want to continue to talk about his Enneagram? Does that seem? Yes, please do. Okay. By all means. Don't um, mind me. No, I'm so here for it because I want to tell the people about Wait, his backstory. Wait, I'm so confused. Really? The the yellow people the yellow people is all about what? Most of the episodes are about different like parodies of things. Like they Maybe that's why I don't understand it. At right? All. Like I'm not Do you know what I mean? They do Are you talking about Seinfeld? I think we might all be talking about different things. <laughs> oh no. Okay, I was I was trying to hum you guys the theme song and nobody was no, nothing. Oh boy. Hello. Oh man. <laughs> it's long the people at home are yelling at yeah. us. They know what it is. Do. We don't I know. Do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it begins with an S. They have a, a fun Halloween special every year. Does I watch it, it on marathons. It might rhyme with a uh, Humpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Oh. oh, boy. Oh, man, that went somewhere. Okay, back to Lucian. Um, so while we're looking into his backstory to give you guys some more information, um, 
They're all screaming. We know his backstory. We are sorry, guys, but we've already committed to this tangent and we have to we have to finish it. But I can tell you that sixes, they're suspicious individuals. And even though even though Lucian knows that Farah is there to help break this curse and it is the it's the 11th hour, we are at the end. Some if, if this doesn't work, nothing will. Um, he really isn't all that nice to her. And while, yes, that kind of endears her to him, I don't think that's his intention. I think that he's just is not here for it. He doesn't trust her, um, even though he could kill her way faster and easier than she could kill him. You know, he he just doesn't trust her at all. Um, I feel like he is pretty responsible. Um, um, just can I just you just can't absolutely. Um, so. So there's a there's a thing out there that there's different kind of activities and it breaks it down by enneagram type. Tell me Ooh. this is not Lucian at the beach. I have SPF 100 if you need it. He does have red hair. Is that a, is that a jab at us gingers? Is that what that was? Hey hey. Um, preparing for his a, responsibleness. That's <laughs> true. Preparing for a trip. Notifying their bank that they'll be traveling. Oh no. <laughs> Is it the bank of Tamlin's tithe? <laughs> oh, gosh. Ways to show you care. Uh, show up consistently and don't bail. He is very consistent. That and he true. consistently tries to be there for Elaine, right. even though nobody wants him to be. <laughs> um, self-care check-in. Uh, six would be if you were completely loyal to your own vision for life, what would change today? Hmm. Graduation quotes. You do it. Because the doing of it is the thing. The doing is the thing. The talking and worrying and thinking is not the thing. I didn't follow that, I'll be honest. <laughs> also, tiny side note, fact check. Jasminda is, in fact, a lesser fairy. Okay. You are right. I am wrong. No, that's okay. It, it was... It's, a long, it's been a long time since we read them yes. now, you know? She is from um, the countryside. <clears throat> But but back on track. So Lucian's traumatic backstory that has kind of helped him develop into the um, responsible but suspicious, secretive individual that he is today. Um, you know, his dad took his his beloved and and had her murdered in front of him. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like Tamlin just had a lot of family shame. You know, those fours we we have a lot of shame. Um. All right. So. We know he's suspicious. We know he's he's responsible. We know he's loyal. Um, yes, he has some trauma to back all these things up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring any ghosts with me. I just want to go on the record for saying that. They would not fit in my bag. They did not come with me. I don't know if that made it into the audio, but I'm really glad we addressed it because I... <laughs> that was a little bit terrifying. Okay. All right, so perceptive. Jumping into book three, Lucian knows something is up. From the moment that they bring her, like Farah, back to the spring court, he knows. He's looking at her funny. They're walking into the manor. He's looking at her like something is something is a muck. And Tamlin's just like, oh, I've got my girl back. Has no oh, everything's freaking clue. fine. Let me live in my universe of my own creating, where it's happy and interesting. It's um, you know, it's it's the four in him. What can you do? But you now you also see a lot of a lot of his um, loyalty, but also secretiveness. Once he realizes Elaine is his mate, um, he doesn't really talk about this. Like he says that he says that she is his mate. He wants to be near her, but like there's not there's not a lot of extra description given. Even when you get into the later books. And they, they have him kind of try to reach out to her through the mating bond because she is just not doing okay since she's become Faye. No. Not at all. Like, almost comatose. Like, it's not. Or catatonic. It's, like, it's very, very bad. Um, he just, you know, he's, he kind of decides to not talk about any of this with any of them. Um, now, I do... I do have some questions that are not Enneagram related because I feel like... I don't know. I feel like his Enneagram is pretty pretty straightforward this time so i have some some things i'd like your opinions on we also have some bombs to drop that i feel like might be interesting for amber 
Oh, for sure. Um, also, um, his karaoke song would be Lean On Me. Oh, man. Right? So many feelings. I get it. I could see it. Poor Lucian. Mm-hmm. We may have to drop some of these down. This could be, this could be fun for the future. Yeah, for sure. Do you, do you feel like he's an English breakfast tea or an Earl, Earl Grey tea? This is not one of my questions, but I would like to know because we are all great, having tea today. It's a great question. I feel like Earl Grey. I'm going to go Earl Grey. I feel like it's just it's a little... It's the bergamot. What is that? That's what yeah. it is. It's just moody enough to fit Lucian. Right? It Like, he can drink it. He can brood in the corner. Like So if you need a Lucian vibe, go get you some Earl Grey. Now, <clears throat> that's what I drink tonight. Indeed it is. I like Elaine just as much as most people. She's not Nesta. And that gives her some points. I don't love her. However, I don't love her. could Lucian do better? Because I think he could. I think he could too. He's handsome. He has pretty hair. He has a magic eye. Okay. Um, he's got con- And he's acts of service. Like he's there for you, man. And like he's a ride or die kind of fella. Yeah. Like if you're all in, he is all in. So, I mean, one of, one of these ladies in the night court, one of these, um, even one of Nesta's friends, not not um, the Wait, priestess. Do, do I know about Nesta's friends yet? No. no. But you know what? It's it's such a journey. We'll tell you. Okay. We'll give you the close notes. I don't know. I feel like there's got to be like a nice, a nice fay lady on the. Um, is it the the artist's street circle in the thriving Valaris? downtown of yes. There's got to be a nice lady there that's like, you know what, I could I could use somebody loyal who's going to be there. for. So they could somebody, paint paintings together. They, yes. could, they could go to a pottery class. They could go on nice horse rides. They could. He's got a horse. He's got a buggy. You know, somebody that's not going to literally ignore the fact that he exists and yeah. shun him and his Christmas presents because she does. Yeah, she does. Like, ne- mm. 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 spoiler, Nesta throws hers in the pond, but, like, Elaine isn't that much nicer. She's not. She just um, expresses her, you know, f- feelings of, of negativity in a, in a more subtle way. Okay, but neither her, or her nor Nesta asked to become Faye. But Lucian didn't do that to them. And also, like, at a certain point, you have to accept it and move on. You, you do? Yes. I'm going to be honest for a second. Please. I don't see why they're so mad. (laughs) Right? I was like, you can throw me in the cauldron tomorrow and I'll be fine with it. Uh, Right. But that's your consent. That's not somebody saying like. Yeah. But once you're there, you're there. You're still, you're still you in mind and and spirit, right? You still have your same thoughts, your same memories, your Mm -hmm. same uteness. Mm -hmm. You look similar. Only now. You look better. Yeah. You look better. Forever young. (laughs) No Botox. Okay, Rod Stewart. (laughs) Um, Forever young. But you also. Allegedly. Oh, no. You also, Maud Hewart. I don't know. Are you're, you're related <laughs> to the mate of the most powerful high lord in history, who also is loaded. Like you don't have to be happy about what happened to you, but you could have a nice life. You, you could used enjoy to be the starving. Parks. Yeah, okay? like yeah, um, Th- I hear you. Things I'm were just worse. saying she didn't ask for it. I'm just saying that she didn't have to be so mean to Lucian. I don't know. I mean, maybe he did. He did have a hand in it, so maybe you're onto something there. But oh, hugest spoiler alert! Do you think that part of the reason that his brothers hate him and literally try to murder him in book three is not necessarily because he's in line for their throne, but because maybe he's in not their, their brother? Yes, like growing that- up. Growing up, there had to be a lot of tension because you know he was their mom's favorite because you know she knows that it's not Baron's son. Oh, for sure. Because Lucian's dad is the High Lord of the Day Court. What? Yeah. Yeah. Helion. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there had to be a lot of emotional trauma that he didn't even know he was taking on as a child. And I think that's why his, his think, brothers and father hate him. I oh, think that yeah. they can at least on some like subconscious level tell that you're not one of us. Mm. Are you okay over there? 
Yeah, that just kind of blew my world. For it comes a out of nowhere in book three. It really does, and it wasn't like a fling. Like Lucian's mother, like she loved that guy. He loved her too. They, wow. yeah. Um, so I am the type of reader, like I said, I like to take it slow and steady. Um, kind of like Usher says, U S H E R R A Y M O N D. Do y'all guys know that song? I'm sorry, I can't spell at this time of night. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, but I also I like I have to know what's happening ahead of where I'm going, and so I do not mind that Christina and Stephanie are sitting here talking about Lucian's future in front of me. Yeah, we wouldn't do it if it would bother you. No, never. But it keeps you going. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna go some places this weekend. Wild ride. Yeah. Um, I really feel like we should do like what. I like I like the what type of tea. Yeah. Okay, so to recap the the wild tangents that that became. Lucian is is to nobody's surprise. He's a six. He's a loyalist. He's got like a little bit of a five wing um with that secretive isolated vibe. And you know, maybe he deserved better. Maybe he deserved what he ended up with because of his complacency and and the whole Tamlin fiasco. It's hard to say. Yeah. Um I so Basically, uh, there's a book called The Universe Has Your Back, uh, and it is dedicated to people make the shift from fear to faith. Um, and again, like I really, I feel like that's, I feel like that's Lucian. I think a lot of where, why he's stuck and why he's so loyal and why he's so, you know, team Tam Tam is because he's scared. Hey, sixes exhibit the most fear of all of the Enneagram types. So you're yeah. on to something there. Yeah. Um, so this book helps unlock the potential inside of um, a six to stop focusing on the um, certainty and to find the feeling of safety where they are. And so I I hear you. Like, I, I think a lot of therapy <laughs> might help. Actually, I feel like all of the characters in this book series could benefit from a therapy on a couch yeah i i don't know if there's a degree in psychiatry in their world but But like there needs to be healers for your body they've got to have some sort of mind healer situation happening like if you've ever heard if you've ever seen the you know ice princess movie by the famous you know disney they have allegedly (laughs) sorry is, is disney not okay like is that too far it I think we be. can say Disney. They might come after us. You know, they're 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 coming after the big players yes. in the podcast world. <laughs> Allegedly they have rock people that, that you know, they heal the mind, they heal the body. So I feel like in the Fae world they've gotta have some kind of mind healer going on. Um the love experts, you know, because they, they take they take hurt on and you know, her mind is hurt and they can fix that, but her heart is hurt and it's not as easily changed, allegedly. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like we've pretty well covered Lucian. Um such a such a cool dude, right? Like, I don't know. I just I like him. I really I really like him. I like his loyalty. I have I'm a seven with a six. Um, and so my wing is a Lucian type of a wing. Um, and I I relate to the loyalty aspect of, of him. I have a very important question. I know we're wrapping it up, but I need to know. Do you like him more or less than Tam Tam? I feel like it's different. I feel like Tamlin has a way bigger role, which obviously. Um, and I think the only reason I think I liked Tamlin more is because of that scene in the hallway. And Tamlin has some. Was it the bite scene? Is that what yeah. we're. Oh, dear. <laughs> I, came, I came back to Christina and I was like. Oh, what if I need me some Tamlin? I'm just I feel saying. like by then I was already on the Tamlin is trash train. You were, and oh, I was. Oh, it was such a difficult time because, like, you were in book one and you were feeling Tamlin, and we like knew the things that you didn't know. Oh, it, we were like, okay, that is true. You're, but and you're not going to feel this like way he's forever. not going to. He's not going to pick it up and get better anytime soon. I we promise. I understand, but there's something like I'm very much that type of person where like. 
I love to do things with the anticipation of getting caught. And so like, I feel like that's my love for Tamlin is like, I feel like he would be here for that. Yeah. Like, like under the mountain they, when they go and they hide in the room. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like that was me is me. And so like, yes, that's why I think I love Tamlin. Like, even though he's horrible and like he does horrible things that he shouldn't do. And I, I get it. And I understand why you guys have the loath for Tam Tams, but there's a side of him that's just like, like tattooed, rough, has a beard, pin you to the bed type of dude. And like, I am here with a capital H E R E for that. And I just don't know. I, I don't know that Lucian has that roughness to him. I don't, I don't, I don't see, see it. it. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. See, that's why. Like, I love Lucian. Like, I love that Lucian is loyal. And and I'm also that type of friend. Like, don't have a surface conversation with me. Like, let's not talk about, like, oh, like, oh, the weather. Yeah, it's great today. Like, don't don't even talk to me then. I'm, I'm that friend of, like, let's, if you're going to spend time with me, then let's actually talk about something. And I feel like that's Lucian. Like, I feel like that's him where he is, um, like, he's helpful he wants to help you he's there for you all of that good stuff i feel like you're looking for like rough and rugged and he's over here like could i give you a nice back massage or like <laughs> could i give you a cup of tea i'd like a cup of tea Would you I'm like, like, not, we could, not from lucian though i mean we could embroider and- some pillows together and hang out oh i have one we more could craft question. together right but hold on one second mm-hmm. on this on this i'm, I'm teetering okay, the line and it. i'm not gonna walk over the line because last time that got cut out of the episode when i walked over the line so i'm gonna stay on this side of the line but i mean like seriously how dumb are you i mean and again i know farah now i'm talking about book three where farah is just playing everybody and they're d- dumb and don't understand it. But anyway, um, when she's in Lucian's room and she has like put a shield up so that Lucian can't hear Tamlin coming and she's like wrapped around Lucian and like Lucian doesn't even take advantage of it. Like he's just like, oh, here, here. Yep, you're okay. And then fast forward a couple chapters where she goes in his tent and they sleep together. Like they sleep together, but nothing happens. Like that like Tamlin would have been all over that. And Lucian's just like, I'm going to go on my mat and I'm going to go to sleep now. Good night, Farah. And just turns over and goes to sleep. So like, cause he has some boundaries. Okay. We'll see. I'm, I'm when it comes to the boys <laughs> and the, the roughness, there cannot be boundaries. Like, like take, take me now. Tam, Tam. All right, so if we needed to vote on who who fit best with each member of A Court of Thorns and Roses, Tam Tam and Amber, that's, that's what we're doing. Yeah, and it's I a feel deal. like... <laughs> Why, thank you, guys. Thank you. You, don't even you can have them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I also feel like if Farah was the Farah of book three... Could she have put Tamlin in his place in book one? Oh, right? Nah. I was going to My initial time. reaction was to say something that may have been too harsh. However. Oh, no, do it. Be harsh. If she was, if in book one, Farah was the Farah that she is in book three, would she have wanted Tamlin? No, because she's got Reese. And would okay, she see whoa, 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 whoa. right through his controlling, manipulative, narcissistic, needing for attention self? Okay, but he's also really good in bed. We're not comparing Tamlin to Reese. You can't compare those two because Reese is exactly right. I get it, but Reese is like caring and loving and all of that stuff. Oh, so you mean Tamlin's not caring and loving and all of that stuff? No, exactly. No, that's the problem here. Hold on, guys. You okay? You I'm are, sorry. You are confusing just wanting him for his roughness and sex to wanting a relationship with him. Those are two separate things. I still, I still think Reese is the better deal. I think Reese is the better deal. Cassian is the better deal. I'm glad that you like Tamlin. I think that out of the thousands of people that have read these books, he needs one person on his side. That's Tam- true. Tamlin, I got. I'm your also back. like when he ta- when he takes his claws out oh. and is like ripping clothes. I'm like, no, 
And we, we still love you. We just can't love Tamlin. It's okay. You guys don't have to. I got to draw the line of the claws. Claws are too much. I do have to know. I think they're sexy. I think they're terrifying. So Lucian, we like to give him the benefit of the doubt. I agree he's had some trauma. And I am not nearly as hard on him as I am on Tamlin. I think you guys are right. You know, he was there for Feyre under the mountain. He helped her. He He's he's done some good things. However, we we really haven't talked about the fact that he he was super, I mean, we, I guess we, we touched on it, but he was very complicit in the hybrid alliance, in the kidnapping of Feyre, in the kidnapping of her sisters. Like, I know, I know Tamlin did not agree to that part, but their actions leading up to that led to the scenario. Lucian is the one that saw Feyre in the Night Court Forest and should have been able to tell that she looked healthier. Magic Eye, you know, really should have said a lot about what was going on there. So why are you guys so hateful towards Tamlin and yet you give Lucian this like pass? I, I think it could be because Tamlin locked Feyre in her room while she was like, you know, wasting away to nothing. Um, It also could be the way that he spoke to her in book three, because I will not let that go. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. He treated her like trash, and she did not deserve it. No. You haven't Have gotten I... there yet, but oh, you okay. will. I was like, oh, wait, will. wait, wait, you wait. Will. how dare he will not let it go. But mm-hmm. um, I, you know what? I agree. Like, and when I was reading the books, I, I did have a lot of problems with Lucian, too. And I feel like if Lucian could have gotten his hands on Feyre in the forest that night, he would have scooped her up and taken her back. I don't know that he, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's he's, true. His loyalty, he may be kind of friends with her, but his loyalty is not with her. It's with Tamlin. Um, even when she was wasting away, he was like, I'll try. I'll try to talk to him, you know. But, but well, did yeah, he do anything? Well, yeah, and there were many times that he could have stood up, like at the tithe. I mean, there were so many times that he could have stood up and stopped some pretty crappy stuff from happening. Yeah. And he didn't. Nope. Also, I mean, I got to say, like, I feel like Lucian is very much afraid of Tamlin as much as he's loyal to Ooh, him. I agree. Yeah. 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 So I feel like he knows I can only push this guy so far right. and it's not going to go anywhere. Right. Or he will lose it on me. Right. I mean, and yet he still stays. Yeah. You know. Well, but it's like a person in an abusive relationship. It like, is. So, ma- so many times you're like, why are you still with him? And it's because you're scared. It's that whole fear over faith day thing. It's like, I'm scared because I don't know what the outside of this looks like. And so mm-hmm. you just are frozen where you're at. I also, um, I, I agree completely. I think it's a, like, you are where you are and you're making the best of it kind of thing. But I also think he probably feels indebted to Tamlin in a lot of ways. You know, he yeah. was escaping from his family that had just murdered his, you know, his, his, hoped to be wife. Um, he gave him a place to stay. He gave him a job. He gave him friend. He gave Lucian like a purpose in life and yeah. being, you know, an acts of service person. He, that's, that's what he needs. Yeah. That means, that means everything to be to loyal him. to and somebody to be there for. And, you know, Tamla needed somebody. Yeah. So I feel like maybe there's some codependency there mm-hmm. in addition to the, you know, the, the fear of knowing that if he crosses that line, you know, Tamlin's going to do what Tamlin does. He also doesn't have that great of options. Like, he can hang out in the spring court and, like, put up with Tamlin, or he can go back to his court and his family's going to kill him. Yeah. And there's, like, he doesn't have any alliances anywhere else, so Mm -hmm. he can't just, like, dip off to a different court. Yeah, and um, also, if he goes against Tamlin, like, what's he going to do in the spring? Like, you you just stay where you are. But I, you know... When he goes to the night court, he really isn't all that happy there either. Like, I know I know that a lot of that is because of Elaine, but even, like, I still don't, I think he has an opportunity to belong there, and he just, he won't accept it. What are yeah. your thoughts on that? No, I, I agree. I think you're right. I'm not there yet. And I think it's because if he fit, if he lets himself fit in there completely, then he's completely turning his back on Tamlin, and I don't Ooh, I think, think he can let himself do point. that. So what, what we've been building toward, my question for you both. You, I know that you aren't to the uh, Amber. I know that you aren't to the point where, like Elaine is in the night court and Lucian's in the night court. And he's there with her, but you know that that's that's mm-hmm. where the, the book is headed. Mm-hmm. So, if Lucian had the chance and could feasibly do so safely, do you think he would have tried to take Elaine and go back to the Spring Court? That's what I'd like to know. Mm. 
because I kind of think he would have. He didn't really want to be there that much to begin with. The only reason that he left with Feyre, it wasn't because of Tamlin's choices. It was because Elaine, his mate, is in the night court. So he went to be closer to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And they were very guarded around her. They did yeah. not really let him be next to her, let alone in a room alone with her. And they had to be worried about something, you know, and I feel like, I feel like there's a history here of him wanting to pop in and take people back. That's true. You know, there was the, um, was it the right where Lucian took her back to the house? Um, you know, there was the night in the woods. He absolutely would have taken her back oh, to the 100% house. Oh, 100% if he could have. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, would he have taken her back to where he felt like things were safe? He felt like his loyalties lied and he could also have her there and be safe and all of those things. Maybe. I mean, the whole deal with the mating bond is it makes you super irrational. So even if he knew that wasn't the best thing to do for her, he might have done it anyways. Hmm. But Tamlin would have used her as a bargaining chip, just saying. Oh, man. Oh. And I'm like, does he love her too much to let that happen? Maybe. I don't know. Would he have taken her back to to Tamlin's house? But I, I think that brings us back to the point you guys made of like, where else can he go? Right. Mm-hmm. Like he can't he, go to the autumn court. Summer court's like not really somewhere he has alliances. Right. And so Tamlin has him right where he wants him. You know where he could, you know where he could have gone. You know where he could have taken Elaine back the to his dad's court. house. Helion, you know, you know what would have allowed him to do such a thing. And maybe this is why things didn't happen. Feyre and Reese, they know they know that Helion is Lucian's dad. They know in book three, okay? They got plenty of time to be like, hey, man, let's talk. Hey, did you know that You know that, that uh, Autumn Court guy, Baron? You know how you hate him? He hates you. Your whole family hates you. It's fine because they're not, they're not your family. You have a whole other opportunity. You're actually next in line to be one of the High Lords, so you got that going for you. Um, did they have any of these conversations at the end of three? No. Did they have any of these conversations in four? No. Did they have any of these conversations in the nearly 700? Was it seven? It was close it to was seven close if it to wasn't. Eight. It was, I feel like it was close to eight. It felt like it was close This to incredibly eight. long fifth book that we had to go through. Did they have those conversations then? Nope. No. This man still does not know who his father is. Maybe he needs Ancestry.com. <laughs> Allegedly. Can you imagine? I, I feel like he's missing something wild. Absolutely wild. Could change his life. Could change Helion's life. It's, I mean, it's not fair to either one of them. And the lady the lady of the autumn court, that is what she's called, right? Because she's not yeah, a high she's lady. she's not a high lady. That's just fair. Correct. But if Helion knew... That Lucian was his son with the high, the, with, with the lady of the autumn court. And he somehow found out that she still loved him. Could he potentially get her out of this abusive relationship and marriage that she's in? Could she go? And you know what I mean? Like mm. he has a lot, like, I don't know. I feel like it could benefit a lot of people because she doesn't deserve to be in that scenario. I don't no. think that she has right. earned that for herself. So I don't know. I just, it really bothers me that nobody ever thought that this information that they had was worth sharing with the people that it actually affects. Yeah. I, I hear you. All right. Well, I think this concludes our wonderful Lucian episode of Something's Amok podcast. Um, head on over to our socials and, uh, that would be Facebook at something's amok pod, Twitter at something's amok, Instagram at something's amok, or email us at something's amok podcast at gmail.com. Seriously. We'll be so excited. Send us some emails. Like, don't make it weird, but like send us questions. You can make it a little weird. <laughs> a Lipton, little Lipton, oh. Lipton. <laughs> hey Lipton, if you're out there, we'd like to be sponsored but also like go check out our social media we'll have images we'll we'll link stuff that we talked about we promise it's it's you know it's worth your time the tangents are not for nothing um and remember the best cures for the existential dread are a a book a pup and you know a a magic eye (laughs) a number six magic eye a number six magic eye 
this has been an episode of Something's Amok podcast, please note, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and may contain spooky and or nonsensical content and may or may not contain factual information. We'll leave that up to your discretion. We are not cryptozoologists, psychologists, librarians, or experts in virtually any field. Any resemblance to actual persons or characters, living or dead, is unintentional and purely accidental. Dogs not included.